Hello, and welcome to another episode of Musical World. On this episode, we continue our summer of callbacks to some favorite segments from past shows. We'll hear a segment from our first interview with our good friend, Noel Katz, as well as a live segment from Shane on the streets of New York following the Tony Awards in 2006. We've got some music from past episodes, including The Riverhaven Book Club by John Mercurio, Jacob's Pillow by Dave Hudson and Denise Wright, and Toy Soldiers by Sebastian Fabel. I'm Noel Katz, and this is Musical World. I know you like to hear that. But right now, we're going to jump right in and go back to Episode 9, when I first spoke to our good friend Noel Katz. Noel has been featured on Musical World almost as much as the mayor of Musical World, Stephen Cole, and he still remains a favorite as we keep in touch with him often. This was Noel's second time being featured on Musical World. Today, we're going to hear a segment from that episode. This is one of the first live interviews, and I remember the gremlins were out in full force. The audio is a little less than desirable, but it shows how far we've come. This is our first interview with Noel Katz, done way back on May 16th of 2006. We'll also be hearing stuff from his musical, Lunatics and Lovers. Enjoy. We are, finally. Yeah. Thanks for your patience. How are things in New York today? Okay, it's, uh, it looks drizzly. Yeah, we've, we've been getting a lot of rain here, too. Are you working on anything right now, or...? Yeah, I'm in rehearsal and and writing. Right. There's really three things happening. I'm in rehearsal for a production of the musical Saturday Night by Stephen Sondheim. Started rehearsals yesterday, and I didn't receive the script until Tuesday. So, um, you know, it's just a lot of quick getting my feet wet, and then the thing will be quickly over as we open on June 5th. Yeah, that's... I'll be through with that soon. It'll be over with before you know it. Yeah. The date opens, I'll say, well, it's hard to believe. <laughs> a month ago, I had not read this script. Oh, man. I answered uh, your questions and then went on to questions that I got from some science fiction uh, uh, online magazine. Oh, okay. I wanted to ask all about Area 51. And I think they're not going to like uh, the answers because... You know, they're science fiction fans, and uh, Tom Perosa and I wrote Area 51 basically because we think science fiction is all ridiculous. So <laughs> we're making fun of the genre, so what, what the people who read uh, an online magazine about science fiction might think of us, it's, it's scary. The people, they're likely to throw things at us. Lunatics and Lovers, uh, 13 songs from various shows. You said they were assembled by the people in the cast, basically? Yeah, I had very little to, to do with it, even though I played the piano for it. Mm-hmm. Um, six young people. When I say young, uh, ranging in age from 19 to 26, uh, got together, kind of, uh, and you know, decided to self-produce and kind of create their own show when they, uh, they booked it at the Triad on West 72nd Street. And as they were, you know, sitting around figuring, well, what should we do in the show? They decided that they should do a night that 
nothing but my song. <laughs> well, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, that was very nice. I was, uh, you know, flattered and pleased by that. And then sure. they had to kind of come over and decide what songs they wanted to do. And so the decisions were kind of made by them uh, rather than by me. It's, you know, people responded to different songs and uh, thought they would do different songs well. And so that those decisions weren't really in, in my hands because they were kind of self-starters and mm-hmm. self-created uh, the whole show. Well, it sounded like it would have been a good time. Oh, yes. It was a marvelous time because we, uh, we had no idea whether anybody would show up. And there were you know, well over 100 people. They filled the entire, uh, I guess you'd call it the orchestra of the triad. And yeah. there were people in the balcony. And because the lights come down from the balcony. I don't know how many people were at the balcony. <laughs> you know, I was at the piano. Couldn't see them. But there were some, you know, yeah. that looked like faces in the balcony. And uh, I don't know how full it was up there. But it was certainly a huge crowd and a uh, huge response. So the thing was uh, really a fantastic success. Well, that's always good. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, one of the more... One of the more exciting nights around here in the next couple of years. It's very clear we're through. You agreed, I agreed too. But somehow I thought I would be rid of you. When I walk into the bathroom, I see your lemon and mango shampoo, cherry lip gloss, oatmeal soap, and this thing called mousse.
Christ, and there's a nice end to the story. Then forget when you left in a hump, for you've been replaced by a girl with taste who makes good use of your stuff. All of your stuff. She struts your, your stuff. On the 14th episode of Musical World, Shane Anderson joined us as a full-time co-host for the show. What you're about to hear was recorded on the evening of the Tony Awards in 2006. Shane and our friend Mark Imes had gone to the Big Apple to see the Tonys live. Afterward, while they were wandering the streets of New York, Shane chatted with us by cell phone. We got a big kick out of the following segment of that show. We're just past Hank's area. We're going to keep walking around the block here. You just saw Hank? Yeah, he just walked past us on the cell phone, like... Two feet away. Where are we going, Mark? Hank is there. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he just literally passed right by your your cell phone, right? my cell phone right here. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't you trip him? Stalk him. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Hi, we're from Musical World, and we're stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Man, go, go follow him. Have him say hello. Have him say hi. Have this is Hank and you're listening to Musical Okay, Shane, I, I have a uh, I have a mission for you on the street right now. Okay, what? Okay, you need to find anyone. Someone famous would be great, but we'll take anyone. Anyone in New York right now who will say, hello, this is so-and-so, and you're listening to Musical World. We just left the whole area where everybody's at. I know, but you're Don't telling me there isn't one single person on the street who will do this for you? <laughs> I don't care if it's a hot dog vendor. I just asked the homeless guy. Cool. That, that's excellent. <laughs> Some of our better okay. Shane, I know you can do it. Anybody. Any, we'll take anyone. Yeah, we've got a sign. We have to go back and find somebody famous. <laughs> okay. We're going to actually try to find a uh, hot actress to say that. Cool. That would be awesome. That's fine, too. So how about a guy driving a horse down the street? We'll take anybody. You know what? I'll tell you what. We'll, um... We will buy you, um, Jim will buy you a six-pack of beer for every person you get to say it. <laughs> really? Yes. And if they're an A-list, if, if they were actually a Tony winner, not just this year, but at any time. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll um, let's see, how much what? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I'll buy you Sutton. Bye. Good. John Mercurio's musical, The River Haven Book Club, was our featured musical on episode MW17. 
We didn't do a live interview with John, so Dave is reading the song setups. That's the way we rolled before going to an all-interview format. As Shirley and Ruthie continue their courtship, they run into trouble when Shirley assumes that now that she's met him, she'll be content to stay in Riverhaven forever. She protests, explaining she loves him, but she loves these dreams of hers much more. She still needs to feel what it's like to go it on her own. Having already lost someone he loves, Shirley is unable to accept the thought of losing Ruthie and concocts a horrible plan to ensure she doesn't leave town. To help him with his scheme, Shirley enlists Ethan, who agrees after Shirley promises him money, money he can use to start his new life with Claire. In the song, I Will Find a Way. I hear the river calling, I see me falling in. She doesn't have the guts to fight for all that might have been. The tide is spilling over, the current starts to grow. And though she plans on leaving me, I might be first to go. I've lost someone before, I made myself keep going. But I can't make myself forget. Now here I go again, it's happening all over. You'll leave as if we never met. I can't let you go, I couldn't let you leave me. You're the one who's meant to stay. I swear I'll find a way. I hear you've got these plans. It's clear they don't include me. You say that's how it has to be. But just because you said the way you see this going, it doesn't mean I must agree. No, I can't let you go. I couldn't let you leave me. You're the one who's meant to stay. I swear I'll find a way. I see you rising, you long to pull me closer, you'd swallow me up whole. And river, now I see you swelling, you want me on the inside, you hunger for me so. Dave Hudson, and you're listening to Musical World, the place for new musicals on the internet. This is Denise Wright, composer of Emerald and the Revolution of Betsy Loring, and you're listening to Musical World. The next segment remains one of my all-time favorites. Dave Hudson and Denise Wright created a musical called 
No Stone Unturned. It's a wonderful story based on true depictions of events surrounding the stolen Stone of Scone in the 1950s. Dave, Shane, and I like this show so much that we chose to do the American premiere at Encore Theater Company. The show was renamed Jacob's Pillow. Dave Hudson was able to join us in Dayton for that premiere, and we enjoyed his company immensely. Dave and I have, on separate occasions, that is Dave Brush and I, have had the opportunity to meet Denise Wright in Chicago as well. I'm going to play two songs from Jacob's Pillow because, well, quite honestly, I couldn't pick just one or the other. Hero remains as one of my all-time favorite ballads from a musical, and We Declare is just a powerful song with an awesome message. Here's Dave Brush from MW19 introducing those clips. Hero, sung by Kay Matheson, the one girl who was part of the Stones' recovery, partially because she owned a car. She has fa- fallen for Ian Matheson because they are both true Scots. However, she sings the song from a distance, realizing they aren't meant to be together. The song is gorgeous. Enjoy. Yes, it is. We Declare, the final song of the show. It takes its inspiration from the Scottish Declaration of Independence signed by a 100 Scots in the year 1320. What a powerful piece. Our ancient fathers wandered from Scythia to the Tyrrhenian. 
chances. Bravely they crossed this planet from Spain to the planets of Hercules. But whatever lands we went to, we desired not to roam. And at last we called this tiny land a This is Jim Farley, David Brush, and Shane Anderson, your trio of hosts for Musical World, the podcast for new musicals from the next generation. Need to rent a car? Right now, we can save you money the next time you do. Go to www.musicalworld.us and click on Budget Car Rental, and we'll show you how to save money on your next car rental. Rent like a genius. So now we jump to MW22, J. Sebastian Fabel's musical, Toy Soldiers. We've talked with Joe a couple of times on Musical World, but this was the first time we featured his work. Here's Dave once again to introduce the clip from Toy Soldiers. Oh, okay, you're right. The, the show revolves around four primary characters, Sam, Deborah, Gracie, and John. It's a story about humanity told from differing perspectives of the war, from the naive Sam joining the army to in an attempt to follow in his father's footsteps, to young Gracie, whose only contact with war comes from what she is told through the media, Deborah, whose view on war stems from what she has experienced from losing her husband in the first Gulf War and having her son run away towards the current war, 
uh, in, in Iraq, I'm assuming. Then there's yeah. John, who knows there has to be another alternative to war, but gets lost in his pride and uses his advocacy as an attempt to gain political power. Uh, the first piece you're going to hear, Life, God, and Country. Sam makes the decision to go to war and to fight for a cause greater than himself. Knowing his mother would try and stop him, he opts to leave her a letter informing her of his decision. And this is From Toy Soldiers, Life, God, and Country. Take a look at these hands. Do you think that they're strong? Do you think that they could help shoulder the burden of a nation at war? And I think how I hear my spirit calling When it was always so used to falling down I'm tired of picking myself back up There has to be something more Something past failing grades, dead-end jobs and daily chores Could you only imagine Living a life without dreams Except to use these hands For life, God, and country Now take a look at these hands But can't you see that they are strong? Can you see the strength, will, and determination? And tell me that I'm wrong These are the hands of an American soldier and although it's taken me some time, I know this was the gift that I was given. And I'm glad these hands are mine. And I could only imagine how this world will be with my hands fighting for a life, God, and country. And to think I'll get to travel far and worlds away That my life has all been nothing Only leading to this day For life, God and country Fighting for the greater good To find something you believe in And let conviction guide you through Without any second guessing Without any fear To realize your reason for living And that's why I'm here Well this is for my father Who was never there He tried to answer his calling But I'll treat my hands with more care This is for my mother Who I want to make proud She'll never understand My reasons for leaving her right now after all that we've been through It's always just her and me I can't tell her face to face I know that I must leave for life This is what I've been waiting for For God and His heavenly grace For country and freedom Which has given birth to this right As I kiss this life one last time Goodbye And I could only imagine Just how this world will be 
what we need. I'm exactly what we need. And I could only imagine how this world will be with my hands fighting for the right to be free. I need more than your love to grow up and become a man. Don't worry, Mama. I promise I'll be fine. I'll come back home, my hero. Safe and alive. I promise I've never let you down before. Thanks again for taking your time to listen to this episode. Please tell all your friends about Musical World. Get them hooked too. And if you have a musical that you would like to have featured on on Musical World, let us know. We're starting to get our upcoming season in order, and as always, we're needing new material to feature. So get in touch with us and help us promote new musical theater works. As always, we can be reached by phone at 347-694-5469 or by email at mw.musicalworld.us. Please check out our sponsors, FTD Florp Interflora and Budget Car Rental. If you need flowers and what theater person doesn't, please use our coupon codes to save yourself some money and make Musical World a buck or two along the way. And we're all busy traveling from show to show. If you need a rental car, you may as well save yourself some money there too. Just go to our website at www.musicalworld.us and click on the link for FTD or budget car rental, and we'll hook you up on the spot. I'll be back for more callbacks in a week or two. Until then, stay subscribed, keep cool, and go out and see a new musical.